When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just found out my married son had an affair and the woman may be pregnant. We should edit that out. I don't understand the logic of Chris Manzo saying, can we get an inmate co-host? But he's dead set against meeting the catfish. He's freaking out on people in bars, okay? But you want an inmate co-host? You guys want to talk about boobs for a quick second? Teat's not exactly that long. Like, it's not like it was like a teepididymis. I think my life without television would have been drastically different. Sex in a car is probably something you're not that great at. I was great at that, actually. Do we know the good shit? We absolutely do. I mean, you never leave a slaughterhouse protest feeling like you got what you wanted because, Mm. you know, they're still going to be murdered. Chris Man's 08, Venmo. There were daddy conversations, there were mommy conversations. This was a mistake. (laughs) Having you on the show was a mistake. Here's my thought. Mm. I just had an idea, but I forgot it. The dating life in general should have just straight up contracts. Should be like sports. What's up, everybody? 2019, Dear Albie. Mom, what's up? Nothing much. Sitting here with Dear Albie himself. Yes. What a thrill. Yeah, it's a big, a it's thrill. big. Thank you so much. It's a hit show. Is you're, it? Yeah, you're welcome. God bless. You're welcome. Good for you. Nando in the building also. <laughs> His building. What's Thank up? You, Nando. Thank you, Nando, for letting us invade your place today. Anytime, man. Um, it is, uh, it's the first Chrisless Dear Albie podcast, and there's a couple of reasons for that. Number one, um, guys... Some of you that follow me on Instagram will know this is not the first time in 2019 we have recorded your Albie. Uh, Nando and Mom uh, were not privy to, to the recording, but it was me, Chris, and John Bighead, our very good friend, who will be joining the show soon, I'm sure, eventually. Um, we did it precisely at around like 1 a.m., about an hour after midnight, and it was drunk ramblings. It was pretty bad. Nando, I, I actually sent it to you to listen. You're the only person right now that's heard it. It's... <laughs> It's, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be like a secret episode that no one ever really hears. <laughs> but we, can, we can cut it up. It's, I mean, I, look, man, I, I don't know what you would even get out of that. But I it enjoy was, that. I enjoy drunk you, podcasts. You enjoy drunk podcasts? I how think many, so. How many drunk podcasts do you listen to? I, I like the thought of it. I like the thought of you guys being drunk, hanging out at the beginning of a new year. What possibly could you have said? Are you, are you kind of reflecting on the year gone by? Are you looking forward to the future? Or are you just like shooting the breeze I kind of like the idea of a drunk po- I am all about and for a drunk podcast okay. yes. well I, I like that a couple things you should know then um, the show is about two hours long okay Okay. no joke the entire thing is two hours long your son Christopher falls asleep at minute eight that's Chris minute eight he falls asleep that's what makes it beautiful he falls that's asleep what makes it in fun. the middle yeah. not Don't even the middle think? of the podcast the first eight minutes of the podcast he goes down you know why all the armor's down? You just go and the armor's just down. It. Yeah, you're just doing it, and I think it's fantastic. He just he literally just it. done. Okay, and then John takes over, and it's kind of like a Larry King interview. It gets very because you know John. Okay. Anybody that doesn't know our friend John, John is a very very smart guy. But John's John is an intelligent person that likes to get deep, and it was kind of like almost like an uh, would you call it like a uh, like an expose or I don't know what you would call it. Yeah, it's if you. 
if you listen to it, you imagine a guy in a suit with his legs crossed yeah. looking at you with you know, notes in his hand. Yeah. Well, as a side note, okay, John is also a very handsome man, all right, in his early 50s or at just 50. Is he just, oh, turned, he just 50? turned 50? Okay. But what does that do for podcast? His looks no, no, no. I want to explain who John is. Mm-hmm. His campaign for the new year is what? He, well, he wants, wants to be an influencer. He wants to be this? an influencer no. and to be recognized mm. for what? His, his good looks. hair his, and well, his looks. His good hair, and, but podcasts are not going to help that He's at all. He's got a great head of salt and pepper hair. He's a good looking guy. Now, to me, if somebody like that that's podcasting, who's very successful in his own right and doing sure. what he does, absolutely. Um, with you guys drunk, I think it's perfect. It's like the perfect storm. Wow. I love it. Wow, this almost got weird for a second. I didn't yeah. know where you were going with that. No, I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great. Well, either way. The first real traditional Dare Albie podcast is back. Nando and Mom, I'm very, very happy that you're both here. Um, Delighted. Hey, listen, I was cleaning the house, and he said to me, Mom, do you want to do a podcast? And I said, you know what? I'm just not in the mood to clean the house. So I stopped what I was doing. I did get my bedroom and bathroom done, and uh, the first floor has to wait. Either way, I'm happy you're here. Thank because, you. Because, uh, I mean, here's the thing. We, um, we'll get right into it, too. We basically took a hiatus for the show for about the last um, three weeks, month, for the holidays. That wasn't planned either. We just kind of didn't do it. And um, here we are. And you know what's really great? Nando, you, you've seen the emails. People got upset. Yeah. They really were. They, were, they had a hankering for, for the show. They there did. Was, there was an excellent quiz that we had set up ready to go. The, can you tell if this is a Hallmark movie or something we made up? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of fun. We had a whole thing. Yeah, the, we had, just so you guys know, we had no intention of, of taking time off. It just kind of happened. Um, Life gets in the way. That's what happens. Yeah, it was just one of those things. But we had a lot of really fun things we were trying to do. Um, and uh, one, one of the really good ideas were, is this a Lifetime movie for the holidays or something that we made up, like Donna just said? And it was hysterical. So we'll just have to wait. You guys just got to stick around just for wait. next year. The Christmas 2019 show. Yeah. We yeah. off the hook. Yeah. We're going to kill that. Yeah. Christmas 2019 is our year. Our, it's, our, it's our holiday. <laughs> just, wait. just wait. Really badly. But hey, um, very, very happy everybody can join us. This is uh, it's a big deal. First one in 2019 officially, and we're going to get right into it. Um, we're going to do a mailbag episode. Okay. Because um, Chris usually is the one to read these questions. All right. Since they are, I always felt stupid because, you know, if it's question directed to me and we were going off, let's say, Abby or Ann Lander stuff, I kind of felt foolish reading this myself. But these are all written literally to me okay. in, the, in the mailbag. So I'm kind of going to break the rules here. We're going to roll with this and see how we do. Um, real big from Jessica. Uh, gigantic. And she's frustrated, Jessica, with us, I think. It, it all, all, you know, really bold heading. Dating single moms. And I guess she's written into us a couple of times before. This is the first time I'm seeing it. Hey, I'm just giving it another shot. Plain and simple. Best advice for a single mom thinking about dating again. Very early 30s and the child is a toddler. Too soon or are dudes the scary part? Or any. But what's the last part? What, or, or what? Or... Well, first of all, I should say Dear Albie. Anyway, I'm trying to see if this got cut off, but it didn't get cut off. Verbatim. Dear Albie. Hey, I'm just giving this another shot. Plain and simple best advice for a single mom thinking about dating again. Very early 30s and the child is a toddler. Too soon or are dudes the scary part or any? I, I, I don't get the list. I, don't, I think maybe she meant if any. If any. Yeah, you could read it. I'm not, you know, I know what I'm doing. I'm just giving this another shot. Plain yeah. and simple best advice. That's exactly what I said. Okay, dating. Yeah. 
very early 30s and yeah. shadows of time. Too soon or do the scary part. Or any. Or any. Mm. Well, or any is clearly said to her. Is, is, uh, so she's asking, are, are the guys the scary part or is it too soon to Too date? soon or, or are dudes the scary part? This actually came in an hour ago. Ah. Yeah, pretty ah. wild. Ah. Um, I mean, look, my thing is this, okay? Um, at my age, you run into a couple of uh, different people that either have kids or maybe have been married before or whatever. I think it's a personal decision. I don't think it's advice. I think when you're excited to go out into the dating pool, whatever you have going on in your life, doesn't really doesn't really matter. You know, it's when you're, you know, just be honest with people. And if, if a guy is, for whatever reason, scared to date you because you have a kid, then you don't want to be with them anyway. What well, wanna, early what 30s, do? you also have the bar on, okay, where, which may, way am I going to go? Am I going to go in the 20s or am I going to go, you know, 35, 40 plus range where they're a little bit more mature and able to handle the situation of a woman with a child? Yeah, but I think that people, maturity is kind of a relative thing in the sense that it depends on what you've gone through in your life. So I don't look at somebody that's gone, you know, that, that's had a kid and saying, oh, the best thing to do is date older. No, because you know what I mean. But it 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 also is in the pool that's out there who is willing to understand, accept, and be mature about things. Now, obviously, there's a dad I would believe somewhere in the picture, all right, and um, that to some people represents baggage. Now, that's just a mindset that could be positive or negative depending on who the person is. Mm. Now, just because you have a child doesn't mean your life stops. You know, you owe it to yourself to live your life and live it the best way you possibly can. On the flip side, because you have a child, you have to be responsible. Now, my suggestion to her would be, of course, go out and date. And, of course, go out and live your life and have fun. But don't make your, your door be a revolving door because this child is going to see. So you have to say, okay, what am I going to introduce my child to? That's a whole nother whole nother you know, so spectrum. So you mean date, but, but uh, take it seriously. Don't let the freak flag fly. Right. Just have a good time. Right. You just want to look at it like, hey, you know, I want to take, I want to take things nice and slow, nice and easy, and see where they go. Right. Just be responsible because you have a child, and you're not in in that world before where you didn't have anybody that you had to think about and think for and be responsible for. You were only responsible for yourself. Mm. So now you're letting, let's say, okay, um, I'm dating this guy on Tuesday. I'm done with him by Friday. On next Wednesday, I got another guy, and they're all coming in and out of the house. You have a child that sees this and grows up around this, and that sends a message, okay? So, and um, depending on how well you structure it, you know, it could be a message of, okay, um, uh, security or just like, yo, party time. You know what I mean? Well, so, I actually, I have, a, I have a second email from Jessica. We've got a little bit more clarity. And, you know, I, I have to apologize to Jessica because we've kept her waiting a month. This is a real mess, okay? A little after Thanksgiving, we got hit up. She said, <clears throat> uh, been listening to the podcast religiously, and uh, today is the day I send my question to you guys. Should single moms just wait until their children are older to start dating again. My focus and priorities have always been every second of my child. However, I did allow myself to distantly date someone for a year and a half. I never introduced them, and I never made that official commitment, but we had openly spoke about not seeing other people and where we stood. I was always upfront on where we stood and thought he was too until he sent me a text this morning letting me know he is now married. Wow, he's obviously, been married? Obviously, he is now married. Obviously, shocked and furious with myself, which is why I ask, at 31 years old, should I wait until my two-year-old is off to college? Are serious no. guys my age interested in a mature relationship with single moms, disappointed in myself and, and shocked? First of all, Jess, I don't put this on you. 
No. I don't, doesn't sound like she knew about that. A, a year and a half and not knowing this guy is a creep, and I'm sorry that she got she got played. And it much. sounds like the distant relationship is what he wanted because right. he was still doing his thing, married. and you know, he, and he was married. Obviously, and you're 31 years old. You're a baby. You have your whole life ahead of you, and you should not put your life on hold for your child. You should behave responsibly with the child. You know, mm-hmm. so when your ex-husband or someone has a child, go out have fun. That's what you know. You're, you're here to live because. If you don't, okay, it's only going to reflect on the way you see yourself, the way you view every day when you open your eyes. You want to wake up happy. Mm. You want to wake up with a purpose. You want to wake up with, say, something to look forward to. And I feel like, you know, if you say, well, gee, I'm going to put my life on hold until this child is 18, that's insane. Well, first of all, I think that you you shouldn't judge every guy in that age age range, even older or younger against the behavior of one person you just got to kind of like don't force yourself into a situation let it flow you know if you see the little red flags then you know take your time step away um i'll tell you what my new year's resolution 2019 you know what it it was tell me to get what i'm worth well you know what i'll be you are priceless thank you mom you're welcome thanks really appreciate you coming on the show (laughs) thank you so much well let me ask you this if i dated somebody with a kid right okay now i'm 32 years old right all right the chances of me running it, and I've, I have dated girls. With Very possible. Before, okay. Um, what would be your opinion on that? I would have no problem with it. Would it change the way that, would you kind of, because you know I want kids. Right. Would you look at that and say, would you feel bad for me a little bit in the sense that, would you want the person that I had kids with to share that first experience together, or do you think it's all the same? It's all the same. Really? Love is love, man. Well, I don't, you know, can, I don't you think it's could, a love thing. I no, just think no, it's you a, could learn you to a... love a child that's not yours. Okay, yeah. you could learn to look at all these people that have blended marriages, that have stepchildren, and things like that. And then, uh, and and then, uh, you know, together they have another child. It's not about that. It's a, it's about the way you view things, and you know what is not to love about a young child. And that you could take this young, this, you know, this baby. Or, or toddler, or a little, little one, five, six, seven, eight, even nine, ten years old, whatever, mm-hmm. and still forge a relationship with them, and there is a bond there that can grow in love and respect that could be wonderful. So, no, I, I don't, I wouldn't see that as a negative, um, you know, especially for, for a young girl that, that um, has herself in a situation of being a single mom. You don't put your life on hold, but you have to act responsibly, and your child should come first because guess what? You made the decision to have that child. All right, and you have to do the best and be the best you possibly be can be for them. So as a mom, I always put your kids before myself. Okay. All right, and and that's in my maybe I'm old fashioned, but I think you you're a better person because of that, and you have a better family life and a home life because of that. But at the same time, you owe it to yourself to give to yourself. All right, Jessica, how's that? Okay, waited a month. I think it was worth it, right? Mom really laid it down. That was old school. That was like the, like. That was uh, what was that show you had when you were when you were the, on the radio? What was it called? Um, I forget. Uh, it's uh, Caroline Rules. Man. Caroline Rules. Caroline that was Rules. a Caroline Rules Caroline status Rules answer. Was fun. It was a good time. It was a good time. That was uh, that, you look. It was, it, that was with uh, with and the headphones. Yeah, and I walked yeah. away from all that stuff. I don't know if it was a mistake. Or you not. got a Who great knows? radio voice though. I've been Very told soothing. that. I've been. T- yeah. I've been told from yeah. people. Big people in Hollywood that I have a very nice voice. They want to make you a star. They want to make me a star. Wow. And I was like, listen, I can't move. I got to stay where I am. <laughs> no. No, but with that voice, though, it's, it's a voice good. for I Hollywood. I got to stay in Jersey. It's a voice for Hollywood. There you go. I don't, definitely don't have the face for it. No, so maybe that, I have a that's voice. not true at all. Looks to back it up. The looks to back <laughs> it up. I think so. All right. This is a nice little segue, though, with the kids. <laughs> this is from Terry. 
Dear Albie, love the podcast. I'm an Italian mama and grandma just like your mama. I have two sons and a daughter and almost a two-year-old granddaughter. Sounds like somebody I know. Somebody I know. But hey, my question is, how much did becoming an uncle to Marky just melt your heart? You guys are so damn cute with her, and I love it when Albie has chats with her. Seriously, isn't it so damn fun to be an uncle, and congrats on the uncle status. Well, thank you so much, Terry from PA. Um, I do love being an uncle. Marky's the best. We have a great relationship. Um, one of the big reasons I like this, uh, do you, as a, as a grandma, it's fun to watch Lauren be a mom, right? right. So do you, do you judge the way Lauren is a mom on yourself? Um, that's a good question. Because sometimes I look at Lauren and Vito, I'm like, damn. What, what I do. Yeah. What I, <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, but you have to realize. She doesn't listen. Don't worry about it. Um, it's a different time. Mm. I, I, I think it's a different time. And I think parenting has evolved in such a way that probably I'm considered to be very old-fashioned. And I'm cool with that. I'm fine with that because I think I, you know, I don't pat myself on the back much. Mm-hmm. Um, as we, I'm pretty humble, as you would. As you should. As, as, as you know, as a rule, yeah, I think yeah. I'm pretty humble. But I will toot my horn and pat myself on the back for the three kids I raised. Um, great so, job, mm, and that was of course mm. with my husband Al. But I see Lauren and Vito together. And by the way, guys, hey, hey, uh, spoiler: Lauren and Vito are still very much married. Yeah, that's a thing. <laughs> okay. That's still a thing. Everybody, everybody seems as Lauren and Vito, they're very much married. Lauren just doesn't post a lot because she doesn't want to hear your bullshit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, not, not But not you guys, though. Yeah. Everybody else's stuff. You guys you, are cool. We deal with a lot of bullshit, and we, she doesn't want to hear it. So yes, they are very much married, and as them as parents. It's funny because I see now this generation or her generation of parenting, it's more of a tit for tat. Well, I had the baby all day. Now you got to give her a bath, right? Did mm. this and that. Where in my world it wasn't like that. You're mommy. You no, get it done. I think you it, know the Marky thing has been like, um, it's fun. It does almost feel community. You know, it's really weird though. If they had another kid, and I really, really mean this, and this you is would love be it just terrible. the same. You're I don't say, think I would. That stupid question. <laughs> I don't think I would. It's a stupid I, question. I mean, that's serious. I don't think I could. If, if they had a second kid, I'd be like, all right, cool. Like, no. where's Marky? She is the light of our lives. You know, to see her with her uncles and her grandparents, and she knows she sees Uncle Albie and she sees Uncle Chris, and she loves her Uncle Marco and Uncle Peter and Aunt, and Aunt Deanna. She loves her and her grandmas and grandpas. She's a special. She's an old soul. Well, she. Well, she's an old soul. I get soul. a lot of comments about the videos on Instagram. Right. Um, as if she's almost being produced. She she is um, the girl's a star. She is a star. She's a like, superstar. She will sit around and do nothing, and you put that camera on her. And honestly, I've been like kind of waiting out. Like we toured around the idea of Lauren coming on the show. Um, it's a tough one because the day we do this is is a day where Lauren's never really around. But we've toured around with it, and we've actually I wanted to do a thing where we just did like a word with Marky or we just let Marky rip for like two minutes and we just cut it up into words and then just every episode would be like, oh, now a word with Marky. And she's like, did you? And that's it. You know what I mean? Because that's what she does. But she is legit like, I get upset. Like when I, there were a couple of times where I, I was leaving for a meeting and she comes to me and go, oh, yeah. no, yeah. no. And I'm like, fuck, I can't go. Yeah. Like, what am I going to do? She goes, oh, wow. Yeah, no. I'll buy. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like, we, this Christmas, okay, I got her however many gifts I got her. When you go up to Marky and say, do you want a present? She goes, oh, wow. And she starts <laughs> clapping. Like, well, you're not going to, like a little seal or something. I'm not going to not give her something now. She's an old soul. She definitely is. And she's the biggest blessing of our lives. So, um I, you know, of course, uh, love watching Lauren as a mom. And naturally, and I think that's it's an age-old thing where a mother will look at her daughter and say, 
No, that's not the way you do it. It's, it's the way I did it. But you have to realize that things evolve and people evolve and traditions and ways of parenting evolve. So she's going to do it her way the same way I did it my way. And she's a very attentive mom and Vito's a great dad. And uh, she is certainly very, very loved uh, all around. And I think if, if uh, there was a, a, a gauge for a child being blessed and loved, this kid has got it off the charts. So we are very lucky. It, it's fun. And, and to answer the question directly, for me, it's very fun being an uncle. Um, you know, when there's any kind of smell or any change that has to take place, I don't, I don't get involved in that, which is awesome. I just kind of pass her off, um, which is delightful. <laughs> Um, she's, there are things that she's done, like, you really got to love somebody for them to, like, totally, like, like, she's thrown up on me, I was yeah. cool with it, yeah. she threw up out of her nose once on me, and I was cool <laughs> with it, I kind of panicked a little bit, and I was like, oh, no, it's fine, it's totally cool, like, don't worry about it, um, gigantic shits, I mean, she's, she is a Scalia, and these are all things that, like, you know, like, she... She goes to the bathroom like she's from a from a of of you know like a little man. Listen, and another, like a little man. And no, another like, question like she, is: like she, her family owns a pork store, right? That's how that's how, that's how she goes. People often ask, "Well, gee, Caroline, how often do you have this baby? She's always at your house." Well, I have the baby three to four days a week while Lauren and Vito work, and they work long hours. So um, it is was our decision to have the grandmothers watch her. Uh, rather than send her to preschool, but she is starting preschool in September, and I'll probably be sitting outside the door of the preschool crying yeah. every day. Uh, That'll make I'll me sad. Like, I, I, don't I don't get bothered by that. <laughs> I, she she filled out the application yesterday. I'm like, wow. No, I don't like that at all. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Nah, I don't like She's that. I'm, not, I'm getting upset right She's now. I didn't girl. know that. I'm getting upset right yeah. now. But the good news is, I still get her the three days. She's only in school three days. So, no, no, you just so. had a little one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so are, my volume was dead. I'm just are, gonna... are you starting to think that way about like her going to school and all that other stuff? Oh, yeah. Big time. Because we both work. So it's a yeah. daycare situation that yeah. we're kind of like, uh, I don't know. I can't, can't really like well, my there's got to be another way. My thing is Lauren wanted to send her early and I'm saying until she could speak to me and tell me what happened during her day. She's not going anywhere. She's like, Mom, no. I'm like, Lauren, I'm not doing anything. If I was working, if I was still doing the shows and stuff like that, it would be a different story. But I'm pretty much retired now, you know, and okay. What are you retired from? I'm, what am I retired what from? What are you retired from? I'm retired from the big screen, the big lights, <laughs> the glamour, are, are the you, glitz. So, so you look at it like, but if you got to say you're retired, are you retired from our, our, our reality television or real estate or did you retire from real estate to do well, I retired. I, I pretty much stopped real estate when I started housewives I you know, very few may know this but I owned my own real estate company for mm. many years where you it's sold what houses put, it's what put you then, through college and everything else yeah, so yeah. hooray for me um, but then it got to be too much when housewives started so I stopped it and then um, you know housewives and then Manzo with children which I'm super proud of and I completely miss and I think all of you miss it too but I'm I just miss saying Manzo. that I don't miss housewives. Though. I don't miss housewives. I miss Manzo. Manzo was fun. It's basically yeah, it was this fun. podcast form. Ba- no, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's literally, it's it literally this. Except we just we just got like kind of paid to hang out with each other. And, and I feel like they fucked up. I'm gonna say it right nice. here, right now. Wow. I'm Are gonna, I'm gonna be that? bold enough to say they yeah. fucked up because we have evolved so much as a family. Lauren being married and the baby being born and you guys with your relationships, ins outs, and everything else. You know. Um, hey man, I'm good with it. And I feel like mm-hmm. they kind of Personally. fucked up. But at the same time, that's fine because this is where we're supposed well, to be. I think I think fucking up is relative, right? right. Like, I mean, they got to make the right decision for them. To be honest right. with you, I think the decision they made was fine. I don't right. think our show made any sense there. On that network. Uh, I don't think it does. No. So I was like, okay. Like when, right. when we heard about it, I was totally fine. 
No, I didn't fight for it. I didn't fight for it. When I when we were told, I was like, cool. You know, this is who we are, and that's what's the, that's the one thing I was always so proud of. That's who we, the person you see on that screen, the people you see on this as a family unit. That's who we are, and you can meet us tomorrow, or whatever, and that you'll say that's who they are. That's the same person mm-hmm. on TV. So I'm proud mm-hmm. of that. And if it didn't work for them. That's fine too because maybe what I'm supposed to be doing now is being a grandma to my baby. That's my, that's my role now. So now that she's going to school, I'm like, damn. Now what's next? So um, we just got to figure things out, and that's the one thing I think we always do very well is we figure ourselves out pretty quickly. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And that's actually a good segue uh, to Lucy. Dear Albie, when you shower, do you actually wash your feet or do you let the runoff water do the job? Lucy's doing a lot of thinking. Thank you, Lucy. Lucy, uh, I <laughs> I let the runoff water do the job. You wash your feet? I don't because I have pedicures. Oh, I don't. You get it. you wash your feet? No, no. No, let the runoff water do. Yeah, right. I did hear. I did did hear from a doctor a few months ago. There was one of the news program. I'm not going to say what network I'm watching, but they had a. a, They have the doctors come in and do special reports and stuff like that. And one of the questions was about showering, Mm. and how crazy do you have to go when showering? And he did say you have to do your special parts. Yes, pay attention to them, but everything else, the runoff, is sufficient. I was told you really shouldn't wash your hair that often. They say you're only supposed to wash your hair a couple of times a week. I only wash my hair like three times a week. Hmm. And it looks fabulous all the time. Oh, yeah, you crush it. <laughs> you know, I crush it. Yeah. One many, thing about me, I crush well, my hair. Uh, how, man. I got how that often, going on. How often uh, you, you still shave the face? Every day. Yeah? yeah. Do you really? Yeah. In the, in the shower? Yeah. Yeah? I have beautiful skin. I was going to say, your face looks great. Not a wrinkle on it. It looks good. Almost 58 years, but not you know, a wrinkle They gave on that skin. like a fancy name, and it's a thing now. They like charge like $8,000. Which is bullshit, to... because you just get a razor. Yeah. A man's razor. I'm gonna, everyone, I get this question a lot. Here's the answer. You get a man's razor. You soap your face up. I don't care what you soap it up with. Soap, baby oil, whatever. As long as you, it does, the razor doesn't catch on your skin. And just shave your face. I shave from the top of my cheeks all the way down my neck. I'm 57 and a half years old, and I don't have a fucking wrinkle on my face. Uh, if you had to start a uh, business right. uh, with one housewife, who would it be? Current? Yeah. 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 Current housewife. Any franchise? Uh, you know what? I don't know. Uh, I don't watch it. I, it's, I, I don't, don't watch it, so it. I don't know who's right, on. So anybody that you have been on a show with. Okay. So New Jersey. Uh, yeah, but you can't be related to them. Kathy Wakili. Oh, you know what? There was a, such a layoff answer. I can't. I can't. It's. it's I'm so gonna easy. tell you why. They're good people. Kathy Wakili is great people. She's an angel on earth. Great people. Can I just yeah. say that? Uh, so my wife watched the show a lot. Mm-hmm. I didn't as much, barely at all. Fair enough. But the one that I ended up for whatever reason watching the most. I think we were living in Florida at the time. We didn't really have like a lot of friends. Was the season the Wakili's were on there? Mm-hmm. They're good people. And that's what you, you know. Like, there very few people come across as like they normal are on that show. Good. Richie is loyal as the day is long, and I refer to Richie as a lovable asshole. Why I call him an asshole is because wow. he just comes out and says what he thinks, but he says it in such a way that it's so in your face that it takes you back. You either crack up laughing or you're like, "What did he just say?" But it is his truth. He doesn't run. He doesn't hide. We should have he Richie faces on. it. Okay, she is the kindest, sweetest person. That's where I think she went wrong because she was too good for that. She didn't have the killer instinct. You have to have the killer instinct to turn around and say, "What did you just no, say?" No, no, no. I think you know I what I mean. That, you know what? She I didn't have it. I know the you know? problem was. 
I think that um, well, yeah, I don't know. I think it was a different show by then. I think they kind of took their p's and q's from the wrong people at this point. But I think uh, though that like you know, Kathy and Rich to me, first of all, okay, and I'll say this right on this show. What the frig are you guys doing that you're traveling every other day? Where the fuck yeah. are you getting all this money from, <laughs> Kathy and Rich? Like, like right now, they're, they're going to take in this podcast on like the, the coast of like like Amalfi. Amalfi coast. They're just sitting around. They're getting a the, – oh, we just got back from Cape Town. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, And they go to like the most them. exotic places. They're wonderful. Wonder, their kids, what are they doing? Their kids are precious. They are wonderful, wonderful people, wonderful love, family. So – um. You know, I, I, it, and I, listen, I have no problems with the Gorgas either, you know, but Melissa's so much younger than me. You know, Kathy and Richie are pretty much more in our wheelhouse. So, right, so what kind of business would you start with Kathy? Oh, it would have to be something in food. The woman can bake. The bitch can bake. Mm. And I can cook. That's what you guys should call it. Bake bitch. Baking bitches, cooking bitches. B- what? Bitches be cooking. Bitches be cooking. She really can, right? Yeah. Like that oh, wasn't like yeah. a thing that oh, she's no, like, no, no, oh, no. I'm really good at this. No, and I'm this for the show. There are like, some people that like to say they can, don't. She can. Hmm. Okay. Well, we're gonna move on. Shockingly, we have more housewives questions. Mm, um, shock. Dear Albie, this is from Parisa. Did you just put a tweet out that I'm, I'm live and in person? Is that this has happened? Are they coming in like wildfire, rapid fire? Oh, uh, you know what I did? I went on Instagram and I did that um, okay. that that uh, fire thing. Gotcha. I understand. It, All right. It sounds really uh, hardcore. All right. Do you want to hear it? Did you look at it? I looked at it and I feel like I look fat and it's old. But you that, and the thank flames. you. No, I thanks don't think for you look that. Fat and old at all. You're great. Go ahead. What are you talking about? Right. <laughs> so ridiculous. Well, you know. Anyway. Listen, I don't do Botox. I don't do any of that stuff. So fifty-seven and a half is fifty-seven and a half. It's the way it works. Getting after it. Right. All you need is a razor and some olive oil. There you go. Looking good. You're good. This is from Parisa. Parisa? Parisa. Lovely name. I hope I I I say this right. And guys, if you want to chime in, DearAlbyMailbag at gmail.com. Also, hey, do us a favor. Subscribe. Rate five stars. Put in a little uh, comment thing. We'll come up with a new game. We haven't done that. We're going to do the first 2019 comment game in a second. We'll come up with some in the next five minutes. Anyway, Dear Albie, never heard any questions from the UK, so I thought I'd give a shout out from London. They love us over there. Shout out to you guys. You were just there, huh? Love it. I froze my ass off when I was there. We were there in April. It was April, in the summer. March or April. No, no, no. It was cold. It was yeah. March or April. And it was freezing. It was like literally ice. And I do want to go back. And I, I believe that um, Christopher belongs to go there and uh, spend a few days because that I was screaming Christopher that town. It's awesome. She references the tube in this. This is going to be good. So from Parisa, dear Albie. <clears throat> Never has there been a more awkward TV viewing than you and Daniel Staub in season one dancing together in front of your mom. Mm. Did anything ever happen between you and Danielle? She's a brunette, question mark. <laughs> I'll stick to one question as I know Chris gets sassy when there's more. Just wanted to say I love the man's I love Manzo to admire the love and support you guys have for each other. Good luck with the podcast. I enjoy listening to it, which is a pretty bold move because laughing on the tube is normally met with dirty looks. First thing in the morning, which is, you know, I, I thought the uh, I thought you redcoats over there were so nice and jovial with each other. I can't believe you're you're snickering snicker. back and forth. Why? Well, I'm happy to hear that we're on the two. Mm, that's cool. That's kind of fun to think about. Love like it. our voices are live. When I was in London, in London, we did get a lot of oh my god, Caroline, Caroline, which I didn't expect at mm. all. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm surprised they didn't do it. There are really no housewives with accents, huh? Like. Did they do Australia or something? What did they do? I feel like there is, but we just don't know about it. I okay. feel like there's an Australia. I don't okay. follow it anymore, so who knows? 
Well, Pri said, no, I absolutely did not do anything with Daniel Staub. I, I think that I'm pretty sure she was joking. But no, the quick question is, uh, the quick answer is no. Um, that was a fun one to, well, that was a weird one to film because if you remember. Was that a dance class? Yeah, that was season mm. one. So, like, we hadn't seen any of this yet. Then were the days, season one, because well, everybody was know. so innocent and didn't know. Yeah, so, <laughs> but here's how long we were on TV for, okay? I think I took dance lessons or some type of dance thing like four times on camera. I can think of like four or five different dance things we did. We did that. I got kicked in the face by somebody from Cirque du Soleil. Mm. Like really kicked. We they didn't air it. To a point where I almost got knocked out. It was bad. Like, like you know, they're doing this whole thing. And I leaned too far forward. I got kicked in the face by a professional ballet dancer. What were you trying? What was, I was you in trying a tub. to be a ballet dancer? Was it? No, no, no. They had me in a tub in like Cirque du Soleil. And just it, in a tub. He was just in a tub. <laughs> it's That's a long it. story. My brother was in drag in the corner. Like literally on paper. Yeah, I was dancing in Vegas in a tub. Got kicked While in the Chris face. My drag. brother was off stage in drag. That is a real sentence. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that that's a real thing. Good you know, this, this is for these long stories. If you want to get a little deeper into that, no, it's like, oh, good time. What, like, what led to you getting inside a tub in Cirque du Soleil? Listen, man. And how much did you practice for this? So we went. So when when you shoot a show, and and the traveling is involved, right? Uh, there will be every once in a while like certain things you just kind of have to do. So we stayed in New York, New York. And obviously, like, if you're staying in that hotel, you want to expose as much of that hotel as possible, kind of like you would just be a good guest there. And there are obviously, like, there are waivers in place that people have to sign. Like, they're trying to expose the hotel to one extent or another. So Cirque was there. And it was the, uh, the Zoomanity show, which, no bullshit, was really, really good, really fun. If anybody remembers the episode, I get pulled on stage. Now, one thing that people don't know is back then... I had just been on this crazy ass diet where you're not supposed to drink for like however long. And it was the end. And I like basically got handed a giant vodka soda and a slurpy drink from, from everybody that was there. Me, Vito, my dad and Chris are sitting down. Right. So like I take one or two sips and I'm feeling it. Like it's not like, I'm like not trying to keep drinking this stuff. It's like not really the way I want to go. So it's a very sexual show for anybody that hasn't seen the show or didn't see this episode of Manzoke. Very, very You're sexual. You're talking about show. humanity, right? Yeah. Not Manzo. No, well, no, no. humanity. No, Manzo was if it was sexual, it would have still been on. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny and yet gross. Um, so, anyway, we're, so we're sitting there, right? And they've got us in, in the front row. Now, they don't tell me anything. They don't tell any of us anything. I don't think. Anyway. But I mean, like, there are people coming out juggling dicks. And I'm not even trying to be funny. They're literally jug- juggling rubber, rubber dicks. Uh, sorry, Mom. It's just what they were doing. So. We're sitting there, and all of a sudden, this girl runs around the stage and jumps into my lap, okay? And she's, like, wearing lingerie and all this other stuff. And this guy comes over, acts all, like, you know, pissed off, and they grab me, and they pull me on the stage. So there's a giant drag queen there, and they put me on my back in this scene, and it's basically like a fake orgy, right? And they're, like, pulling my my stuff off and everything in um, uh, in front of the stage. And the stage starts rotating. It's like a Lazy Susan-type situation. Now, I'm, like, pretty effed up at this point, and I'm like, man, this is, like, the last thing I want. And they pull me up, and they're like, hey, you know, you're a good sport. Slap me on the ass, literally, and, like, send me on my way. So they come back, and they're like, oh, they want you to come back tomorrow and, like, learn the dance. So the dance was, like, everybody in robes in, like, this bathtub. And, like, I had to take off my clothes in this bathtub, right? And I'm like, shit, like... You know, you're on camera. Like, you're, you can't go in there and just say, no, I'm not going to do it, right? And now my brother has been gone all day. I don't know what he's doing, okay? So we go, 
and I get pulled off. Uh, like my, my my like they run through this whole dance thing. There's this like Russian ballet girl that I'm in this dance thing with. Who anybody that knows professional dancers like they're in obviously in insane shape. This girl is like ripped up, right? So there's this thing where she does like this back kick, and it's supposed to go right past my face, and it's supposed to be very flirty. So the first couple of times I actually nailed it and I was like, all right, okay, I can do this. No big deal. The third time kicked me right in the friggin' face, like hard. And I mean, like if she went a half inch up, she would have kicked my nose into my brain and a half inch down, my teeth would have been missing. It was the perfect spot, like to a point where I didn't even have a mark and I go flying backwards in this tub. People are running down there to see like if I got, if I got nailed, right? Vito's like got his hands over his face, crying, laughing so hard, right? And then all of a sudden, um, they know I'm okay. They keep filming. And Chris comes out in full drag. And he names himself Lucilla Limoncello. Lucilla Limoncello because our old producer was Lucilla. And, of course, she cuts her name out because yeah. they can't be any friends. They can't fun. be seen like, or heard. No, no. So, like, that, that he comes out in drag. It was the most confusing 10 or so minutes of my entire life. Like, it was, it was really, really weird. So that's how that went down. And, um... That was a way more awkward experience than dancing with Danielle in season one of Housewives. I would say that. Mm. It was a good one. You missed that trip, huh? Yeah, you all, you guys all went to Vegas. Um, do you do you have a, a favorite trip that you went on? I think one with of the, my favorite on the show on Manzode. No, on any, any on any show. Well, uh, any housewife show always ended up in tears, disaster, screaming, and yelling. So I won't say that, but I will say that probably one of my favorite trips on Manzode had to be Austin, because we got to really hang out with the crew a lot and that was really fun and it was very just a simple barbecue road trip and we got to go to places that we always wanted to go and see so I think that um, Austin would be my favorite spot that we went to yeah Austin was a good one right um, real quick one from Kara Dear Albie, I want to do the Amazing Race. Would you ever consider? Do you, you know you know the Amazing Race? Is that race? where they have like a is that like a it's like a treasure hunt kind of thing and they have to go have a certain time to get to certain places mm-hmm. and find, do certain complete certain tasks. I don't know that I would ever consider doing that show. I'm gonna tell you why. I get the worst anxiety. I'd probably you can't be, do that show. You I'd can't be paired because I'd be paired. Well, first of all, who do you know that gets around better than me? No, but you're not. We're, that's my point. Yeah. And I'd probably get paired with Chris, right. who <laughs> absolutely could not handle that. Chris would be like, I don't know, like whatever, man. Like whenever we get there, we get there. I'm like, no, Chris, it's a race. It's in the title <laughs> of the show, race. No, you would be too focused. And too- Albie is a perfectionist and a workaholic. So he would be obsessed with getting to where he has to go within a certain amount of time with the least bit of stress. And just where Chris would be like, Yo, did you see they make great burgers over there? Let's try. Yeah, and that's, how, would that's be how it would be. And it would drive me Albie insane. would be insane. Yeah. That's probably you know You're it's too funny. High it, it, that. We, we I was asked this by John um, on the New Year's podcast. He said, "Do you think the biggest misconception about you is that you don't work?" That's that's the one thing that makes me crazy about people. Two things. I left it alone. Oh, I've always I left it alone for years. I'm gonna say it because Go I'm ahead, allowed. Please. All right. Two things. Mm-hmm. One is they say, Caroline, you need to cut the apron strings. And two is that my husband and I finance my kids' lives. Neither could be farther from the truth. Um, you know, my boys, with who they're dating, what they're doing, if they tell me something, I listen. If they don't tell me, I don't ask. So I go, you know, for days not talking to one of my boys, whatever, and I ask one thing, are you alive? All I want to know is that they're alive. I don't ask what they're doing. I don't ask what they're hanging out with. I don't ask about anything, work, anything. 
What they want to tell me, they tell me. So that's number one. Number two, we don't finance anything. What did we did finance? Their education. Absolutely. Um, that's part of my role or my husband's role as a parent to, to help them in their education and get them on their feet. Beyond that, nothing. Um, when Christopher, before he started, you know, Tensory Pizza, um, he was trying different things and he would, I'd find out afterwards that he would buy a sub and let that sub work for three days for him for food because he couldn't spare the money to go out to lunch or dinner or anything like that. But guess what? That's their path and that's their journey and that's what makes them strong. So if that's the one thing my husband and I always did, we gave them the tools to be warriors, as I always said, and they have to fight the fight on their own because guess what? One day I'm going to die and my husband's going to die. And the biggest disservice... Very dark. No, the biggest disservice you could do as a parent is to pamper your children and give them everything because guess what? When you're gone, they won't be able to survive. So that is the biggest misconception, I believe, about me that uh, you guys are connected to my apron strings and we finance your lives. Not the, not not even close to being true. So they are. I'm scared of you right now. Well, it's true. Is it true? <clears throat> is it true? <laughs> I'm just saying. You, it's you true. Went, you went, uh, there was old school dog. Well, you know why? Because people keep saying it. And guess what? You know, shut up. You don't well, know anything. I think I, Shut I, I, up. I, I, you don't know. I, I just thought it was kind of funny. No, I mean, but, but hey. It's, it's something that's like it's over the years, over the years. I understand. No, listen. It. It's built up. It's built, built up. up. It's built up. And, and I, you, you know, want to set the record straight. Set that record Do you feel straight. better right now? I feel great. Wow. Thanks. That's big. That's really, really big. Thanks. Nando. How you doing over there, man? I'm pretty good. Thank you. You know, I, I cruised through a bunch. I know you were looking through that email, too. Do you see anything else that we should answer that we should get into as we close this bad boy out? First one of 2019. Uh, Well, you got Kara. She well, had several. Yeah, Kara had several. We, we went through the one, so uh, maybe we move on to somebody else. Someone wanted Alex back, actually, to bring in some of her vegan foods for you guys to try out, which I thought would have been kind of cool. Alex from uh, from several other shows in the past. I think it'd be kind of cool if you guys tried out sure, some vegan ahead, foods. Sure, Vegan's great. Vegan, well, you're, you're kind of on the vegan kick right now, right? Um, Didn't you, you said the other day you almost want to go vegan. Don't, or you it's go not vegetarian. vegan, vegetarian. Vegetarian. Okay, so yeah. where is the cutoff for you? Would you do cheese? Sure. All right, so basically that's not even vegetarian at that point. No, a vegetarian is just um, Do meats. A vegetarian is... Vegan is no eggs, no dairy, no anything like that. So I am kind of swearing off pork, veal, chicken. I don't eat seafood, um, all that stuff. Anything so gonna, that's got like blood anything that and has muscle got tone and stuff like that, mm. I'm kind of staying away from even eggs. But I do enjoy an egg in the morning, so it's like... You know, you have to have that. But pretty much, I'm, I'm staying away from that kind of You're stuff. You're going to stay away from eggs and everything else? We'll see about eggs. But everything, any kind of meat, you know. Any anything kind of, that's walking. Yes. If it walks, you don't want anything to do with it. Right. Okay. Mm. Let me ask a question. If you found out that plants were evolved enough to feel pain, mm. would you stop eating them? No. No? You're good? Plants don't bleed. It's what does the, that to do it's with It's the blood and the tissue and the muscle. When you think about biting into a muscle with blood, and it's pretty gross. Yeah. This show took a hard left. Yeah. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna. Re- oh, you should put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it up. <laughs> this, show, this show took a hard left. Um, guys, this was fun though. Hey, Glenn, I could be yeah, here. Yeah, no, we're gonna try it. Maybe we'll even try and crack out another. I one. hope we'll you guys enjoyed hearing my soothing voice. Yeah, as no, Abby this says. is very, very nice. You want, you want to give everybody a goodbye? You want to tell them to rate, subscribe. Guys, and, I'd and, love, uh, you know, I, I would love it if you would support my boys and uh, listen to Dear Albie. And what is it, Albie? The uh, Dear Albie Mailbag at gmail.com. Dear Albie Mailbag at gmail.com. That would Smooth. make me very happy. And again, you never know when I'm going to show up. Wow. 
there you go very just, smooth just so awesome I just feel I just feel just I feel home is what I, how I feel I'm glad you know, I'm gonna curl up on Nando's couch in a second just like call out a night and big hugs to Nando he's got a brand new baby and he let us in his home yeah. so we appreciate it thanks pal well you had your shots so we're <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys thank you for tuning in guys I am happy I'm grateful for this bunch I'm grateful for this bunch that listens I am I am that's I all I gotta say I should be thank you so much signing off Thank you.